0: Yeah, yeah. From the Tiffany Mica podcast and welcome to today's episode. So here we are, we're learning how to visualize. Uh, you would have heard the first uh, visualize session that I was talking about in learning how to visualize in part one. And I was telling you and encouraging you and expressing to you how important visualization is, especially in sport. But not only in sport people are always under the impression that you know if you visualize or learn how to visualize and so on it's only for sport I can guarantee you that it's not it's for everything that you do because you know like if you think about it when you go into a dream state and you start thinking about something right something something where you want to go or something that you want to do and you you tend to go into this dreamlike state that's visualization. So you're actually uh, you actually are visualizing, but you're just not aware of it. And you know, I, I think about places that I've been, especially um, especially this year I went to England um, mid year after I took a ladies golf tour to Spain and Portugal and oh, you know, I still I picture all these things that we did and, and where we went and all that, I can see it very clearly in my mind right? Again, that's visualization. So I don't want you to think that after the first, um, the part one session that we talked about in learning how to visualize, I don't want you to think, oh yeah, well, it's all right for you. You can do it and I can't. I'll tell you what, like years ago, I I didn't know how to visualize either. You know, I really struggled with it, but I I learned how to do that, develop the skill and so on. But it was a lot of trial and error, and it was a lot of persistence. And it's just like sport, it's just like business, it's just like anything that we do that we really want to do really well at, it's all about persistence, isn't it? All right. so we've just got to, I always say, you just got to hang in there, you just got to keep grinding it out, you've got to keep working on improving you, and you know, you can get, you can do whatever you want, but it's all in your hands, okay? All right, so... I'm going to assume, because you're listening to learning how to visualise part two, I'm going to assume that you heard part one. And I want you to just have in the back of your mind, though, that in part one and those questions that I asked you, it was really establishing a baseline for yourself, right? A starting point. I think it's really important that we always have a starting point of where we start off because too often we just look at what we haven't achieved or what we're not doing, and for us to be really real and and have that reality checkers, so to speak, you know, you've got to be very um, uh, grounded and understand where your starting point is. Okay, sometimes it's a bit hard to look at it when you have a reality check. It's it's a bit hard to actually be confronted by where you're actually at. But don't look at it as, as being, okay, well, I haven't achieved this and I haven't achieved that and you think of yourself as a failure because I'll tell you, you're not a failure. What, what it is is that you've got this point at where you're starting at and it doesn't matter where you start from, right? It's, it's all about the outcome or the end goal or where you want to see yourself finished, you know, the finish line. It's never about where you start or how you start. And I always say that to everybody that, that learns golf. It's not about how you start, it's how you finish. People write themselves off after the first shot. right? And they think, oh, that set me up for the rest of the day. No way, that's just the beginning, right? So this is the same. So if you um, feel very uncomfortable and you felt like you've got you know, virtually no visualization skills in place as of yet, like I said, it's a starting point. It's not where you start though okay that's how you're going to finish. So um, what I want to share with you today is a, is a few things but before we get into I've got an exercise that I'm going to give you a little bit later but what I want to just share with you first before we get to that is there's actually two types of visualization and what I mean by that is you have your internal visualization and your external visualization And that came up in the questions that we did from part one. And it'd be really interesting to know, so I want you to give me some feedback, is what did you identify for yourself, whether you were good at visualising internally or whether you are good at visualising externally? Now, what I mean by that is internal um, uh, visualisation is really about It's like you're in the moment, you're actually doing the skill, right? So you're seeing it from your eyes, you're feeling it in your hands, you're performing the skill, you're doing everything that needs to be done as if you're actually there doing it yourself. So that's really what internal visualization is. And the other uh, visualization is external visualization, Right. So that's what you see. Like you're watching somebody in a video camera or you're watching someone else perform the skill. Okay. So that's the external. And, uh, those are the two types of visualization. And, you know, some of us can be quite strong in one or the other, or we could be quite good at both, or we're not that great at either. And that's fine. Like I said, it's, it's a, it's a baseline level where it had a starting point. And I know, like, when I first started to learn how to visualize with golf because, you know, I really found that I I struggled with it, well what I thought I struggled with it. And I felt that because I, I really couldn't get a clear picture in my mind how my swing needed to be, how it needed to look, how it needed to feel and so on, because I was in very early days of learning how to play golf and I, I just found it quite difficult. But what I used to do was I used to transfer mentally my body into a professional golfer's body. So I actually used to use Kari Webb. So if Kari Webb ever listens to this uh, episode, thank you, Kari. That helped me with my golf immensely. But what I used to do was I used to transfer my body into her body from a you know, obviously mental point of view. And then I, I used to be able to see her swing and I used to be able to feel her swing. So when I would stand up on the on the tee, getting ready to tee off, and go, okay, what would Kari do? Okay, how would she prepare? What is the process that she'd go through to prepare for this shot? Where would she be thinking about aiming it? And then I'd go into Kari Webb mode because I used to watch Kari Webb play quite a lot because I really liked her golf swing. Very simple, easy golf swing, very efficient golfer, yeah, obviously, you know, an incredible champion as well, but I really admired what she could do. So I used to copy that, right, until I got to the point where I could be very clear on my own, um, my own swing. But at that time, and that would work for me every single time, every single time, I would hit the ball exactly where I wanted it to go every single time when I transferred myself into her body. Okay, so... I don't want you to freak out if, you, if you're struggling to visualise at the moment um, and, you, and you're struggling to see it or you're struggling to feel it from a visual point of view in that visualisation. Don't worry, just transfer yourself into someone else's body, a professional that you really admire in your sport that you're pursuing and go, right, how would they operate? What would they do? Do you know what I mean? So um, you can do that in business as well. I've done that plenty of times. You know, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins. Okay, how would Tony Robbins approach this? What would he say? What would he think? What would he do? Right? And then I go, okay, I transfer myself into his body. Okay, what's he doing? How's he operating? What's he thinking? And I do that quite a lot with other um, successful business people so that I can go, right, Okay, transfer myself into them, how they operate in this situation. All right, so we want to do that. And we, we, like I said, it's not limited to sport, even though a lot of this visualization that I talk about is sports related, but you can actually transfer it into what you're actually doing. So if you're listening to me and you're not in the sports industry, you're not pursuing a sport as a career, that's fine. Because I you know, as you know i'm I'm in the entrepreneurial space now, and so what I want you to do is everything that I share with you today, I want you to be thinking about okay, how can I apply this to my business? How can I apply this to how I can be more successful in what I need to do? How can I apply this in improving my skill level? okay that's that's where that's where we're headed. So when we perform. We actually want to switch our brain into the right side. So you've heard about the left side and the right side and all that kind of thing. Well, the the right side of the brain is the more creative side of the brain, right? It's the doing, it's the performing. It's not the thinking side. So the left side of the brain is more, you know, logical, analytical, analyzes everything, you know, step-by-step skill and so on. And, and again, that's what I used to have a problem with was when I was learning, I'd be very analytical on everything because I like to know how each part of the skill operates in order to make it work. But at some point when you've learned that, then we have to learn how to shift into right side of the brain, right? Creative, the just doing, the just performing side of the brain. So whatever happens, especially in the early days when you're really working on developing your skills in your sport, we can get very caught up in that left side of the brain, very analytical and so on. Do not worry that that is happening. That is good because you want to get a good understanding of how the skill operates. So I I encourage you to continue to do that. But we also need to understand too, and we need to develop the skills for the right side of the brain, so that's getting that visualisation in place so that we are able to, when we go and compete, we're able to switch from the, the analytical side into the performance side. And that was a big thing that I used to have a problem with, which I understood it, especially when I took up golf and not so much tennis, too young to understand all that stuff at the time. Um... But as I took up, when I took up, got much more aware of what needed to be done and I would go and do, you know, all these different types of courses and so on to work on, okay, how can I shift from the – because I was so far in my left side of the brain, analytical, that I couldn't shift it into the right side, into performance. I'd still analyse, analyse, analyse. But I understood that that was where I was at at the time, but I was wanting to learn how I could shift from the left side into the into the right side. So that I could really get the performance that I wanted to, to perform, you know, and really improve my, you know, my the competition, uh, my competitive side, really getting the results that I really was was working really hard at wanting to achieve. So like I said, the left side of the brain is is really to understand the, the gain, uh, you know, the understanding of the skills and what we need to do. And then what we want to do then is once we refine the skills and we keep getting the skills in place, we do need to make sure that we're developing on that right side of the brain as well and we're learning how to just perform so that when we come out into competition mode or tournament mode or whatever it is that you play in your sport, right, a match, whatever, you can just perform, okay? So you can let the left side of the brain just Take a rest, and we're going to that right side where that right side of the brain can take over. But the thing is, is it takes practice, doesn't it? Right? It's it's taking practice. It's it's having that practice, just like you're practicing your skill. You have to learn how to visualize as well. Okay. So, what our plan or my plan for you today is to for you to have vivacious visualization, and what. What I mean by that is I mean to be very vivid, right? You can see all the images clearly. You can touch them. You can smell them. You feel it, right? You can really feel what's going on. The colors are, you know, the colors that they they are supposed to be when you're out in that performance. Um, And we're getting all the senses working, right? So what we want to be working on is we want to be working on creating the detail, okay? So important to create the detail. So you're probably thinking, you know what, Tiff, great, that sounds really good, but how can we incorporate that vividness into the visualization? So I'm going to share some things with you on how you can do that, but I'm going to give you some simple tasks to work on, okay? So once you've heard this episode, I want you to, well, actually, I want you to write a couple of things down. So make sure you have your journal ready, because you're going to just do a little bit of work first, take some notes. And then I want you to actually go and then perform these simple tasks, okay, visually. All right. So what we want to notice when we're we're doing this, this visualization on these specific things, there's only three very simple ones that can really make you tune into what you're doing. Um, I want you to notice what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you touch, what you taste, if there's taste involved as well. Okay. I want you to be really aware of what you're noticing it, uh, noticing, and then we can, then you can record what's going on. Okay. So this is what I want you to write down. So make sure you have your pen in, in your hand, poised and ready. So these are the three exercises I want you to do from a visual point of view, right? It's actually got nothing to do with sport right now. It's just working on making sure we're learning how to visualize, okay? So number one is mowing the lawn. So that's the first one that I want you to visualize. Number two is buttering a piece of toast and then eating it, okay? So that's where the taste will come in for sure. Number three is putting on your shoes and tying up your shoelaces, So what I want you to do with with those exercises, now don't blow them off and go, oh yeah, Tiff, that's got nothing to do with sport. It has everything to do with sport because it's going to teach you to be more aware of how to visualize because once you've done those exercises, I'm going to share some more exercises with you that you can work on, okay? So I want you to promise me that you're going to do those and then we'll move into the the next set of exercises, which is still in this episode, okay? Okay. So when you do, when you do the visualisation exercise of mowing the lawn, I want you to just do it for five minutes and then I want you to record after um, you've done it. You can see yourself or feel yourself mowing the lawn. What did you notice? What did you see? What did you hear? What did you smell? What did you touch? If you tasted anything, you can maybe taste the flavour of the grass, for example, in your mouth. I don't know. But I want you to be very visual and record what you actually noticed, right? So you just want to set your timer on your phone for five minutes, put it on airplane mode so you don't get distracted, and then go through that exercise. So what I want you to also then do is I want you to repeat the same with exercise number two, buttering a piece of toast and eating it, right? So you go through that for five minutes, go through, you know, the process of pulling the bread out of the um, wrapper, putting it in the toaster, letting it go into the toaster and cook, and what you can you can smell the the bread cooking in the toaster, and so on. Right to the point that you're pulling out a plate a knife, you're getting the butter out, you're spreading the butter on, how you spread it on, and what the toast feels like in your hands, and and so on. Right, how you're eating it, da da da. Right, so that so that makes you visualize what you've got to do. Again, this is an exercise to help you with your visualization. So again, do that for five minutes. And then exercise three, it's only one more, putting on your shoes and then tying up your shoelaces. Same thing, What the process that you go through, do you sit down, do you stand up? What kind of shoelaces are they? What kind of shoes are you going to put on? How the foot goes in? Which foot is it? Right foot or left foot? You um, do you loosen the laces before you put your foot in do you tighten them up and how you tie the bow on the laces and so on again do that for five minutes so really you've got three exercises to do which is really for five minutes each and then I want you to just record it and a total of 15 minutes out of your day is really not a lot is it if you think about there's 1,440 minutes in the day, I'm sure you can spare 15, 20 minutes. You'll probably take a minute to write down the answers to, to each exercise. So let's say, you know, it might take you 20 minutes in total to do it. 20 minutes is nothing if it's going to help you visualise and really get what you need to get out of your sport so you can be the champion that you want to become. Okay, so when you do, like I said, when you do these exercises, so whether it be mowing the lawn, buttering a piece of toast and eating it, putting on your shoes and tying up your shoelaces, then you want to answer these questions, right? Was it internal or external visualization? So did you feel it within and you're watching from your eyes as if you were doing it? Or were you watching yourself doing it as if you're watching yourself in a video camera, like in a video or something like that, in a movie, so to speak? And then I want you to record what you saw, what you heard, what you smelt, what you touched and what you tasted. Write down the detail because all we want to do here is we want to create the awareness. Okay. All right. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to move on into your sport as well. So those were just some samples of exercises that you can do to help you understand the visualization process. But what we're going to do now is we're going to do an exercise into moving into uh, a training session, okay? something that you do in a practice session when you're at, at training, but all I want you to do is I want you to just think of one skill that you perform, okay? So even while you're listening to me, just think about what the skill is. I don't want you to go heavily into a practice session into your mind, I just want you to be thinking about a specific skill, maybe the skill that you're really good at, because you can see it quite clearly, would be better one to start with. And then this is what I want you to do, is I want you to picture where you are for your practice session. So this specific skill that you're going to uh, work on in your mind, I want you to picture where you are for your practice session. Okay. So that's the number one thing I want you to do. Then I want you to, number two is what are you working on? Like what are you practicing? What type of skill are you practicing on? And then step three is really to detail the process that you go through to perform that skill. And step four is what images are you creating in your mind? So Oh, these are the things that I want you to be aware of. So we're not making it too difficult. It's just one skill. You know, it could be a golf swing. It could be, you know, a, a pitch throw, you know, in baseball or a softball. It could be a, you know, a bowling technique in cricket or a batting technique. It could be a, a dribble in basketball or soccer. Or it could be a pass or something. Something where you, you're confident at would be great because you very clear on what needs to be done. So that will help you. And then we can develop the other ones later on. But, um, what I want you to do is be very, very clear in creating that image in your mind, just in a practice session, but just on that skill. So for example, I'll use a a golfer. Okay. The golfers at the practice range, so these are the th- some things that you can be thinking about and while I'm saying this I want you to think about how it can apply to your sport. So we've got a golfer at the practice range, the golfer's putting on the glove, they're taking the club out of the bag, they're doing a few practice swings to get the feel of, you know, the type of swing that they want to start off with. They're stepping onto the range. They're um, feeling the grass under their shoes. They're hearing the sounds of other balls being hit, you know, the swoosh of the swing and the contact of balls um, with the club face from, from other people nearby. How that golfer is then setting up, you know, to the ball, the type of swing that the golfer needs to, you know, start off with how does how, did, how does it feel when you make contact with the ball how do you finish so these are just ideas for you to be thinking about with your sport but with your a specific skill that you can be very clear in your mind of how you approach it and what you need to do because this is going to help really start you in, into the visualization process Okay, of what you actually need to be doing. So just do it for five minutes. That'll be fine. Um, just again to start getting clear on what needs to be done. You can then shift it into ten minutes if you want to, but five five will be fine in the beginning. And then what I want you to do is I want you to actually record what you notice. You know. Do you and a note of what I mean by that is how do you visualize like do you, do you visualize internally or externally right so do you feel it and see it as if it's through your eyes or are you seeing it from a video camera point of view um what do you what else do you see what do you notice what sounds do you hear what smells are you aware of what you're touching or feeling what it tastes like. Okay, so we want to get really clear on a specific skill in your sport so that you're much more aware of how you need to obviously perform the skill so you're much more aware, but also how you visualise the skill because you'll find that over time, especially in the next one, we'll be talking about how to turn it into, um, in part three, how you can turn that into an effective session for you from a visualization point of view so that you're actually really performing so much better so look you've got plenty of work to do right now so i'm going to leave you with that so remember the first exercise is is really to work on those three which is mowing the lawn buttering a piece of toast and putting your shoes on to tie up your shoelaces so that's the first type of exercise i want you to do from a visualization point of view and then the second step is for you to move into your sport. And then I want you to be thinking about the the type of skill that you want to perform in a practice session. But just the one skill. And like I said, it's something that's probably more your strength right now because you'll be very clear on it. And then go through the detail and the process of what you need to picture in your mind while you're practicing that specific skill. And then what you notice and, um, whether it's internal, external, and everything else, you know, the sight, the sound, the smell, the touch, the taste. Okay. So you've got some work to do, but I look forward to hearing from you. So if you want to share what's going on for you, um, that'd be great. Either send me an email, tiff at tiffany-mica.com or, Reach out to me on a social media channel and and share with me what's going on and what you're more aware of. That'd be absolutely awesome. Or, you know, come and join the Reach Your Potential with TIFF Facebook group and share it there. That'd be great too. Uh, I'd love it if you could share with me today what you like best about what you heard today. That'd be awesome. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, love it too if you could share with your friends uh, because we want to build the Reach Your Potential with TIFF communities because we possibly can because we want... Everybody out there achieving their goals and dreams, okay? Nothing holding you back, believing in you, okay? And if you've got you know 30 seconds to spare, love it if you could share with me uh, a five-star review on iTunes. Share with everyone what you like best about what you hear from these episodes. That'd be absolutely fantastic because we want the reach of potential with TIFF community heard so that everyone's out there achieving their goals and dreams. So I hope you enjoyed today's... Uh episode, get to work. You got a lot of practice, mental practice to do, and I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye bye. Athletes and entrepreneurs, or if you're just someone who just wants so much more out of your life, are you working so hard you put the effort and the time in, but you're just not seeing any results. You think that you have to work even harder because that's the saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get. But you're working harder, but why isn't it working for you? It's not working because you have not set up the foundations you must have in place. You have not set up the systems you must have in place. You have not set up the habits you must have in place. Without the foundations, without the systems, and without the habits, you will continually struggle. You will continually get frustrated. You will continually get burnt out. You will doubt yourself and contemplate giving up. This is why I've set up the First Bounce coaching program. You will work with me and together we will create your plan to achieve your ultimate dream step by step. We'll create the ultimate belief and confidence you need to achieve your ultimate dream. We'll create the success systems and habits to achieve your ultimate dream. The systems and the habits you must have for the foundation of success. If you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you are just done with how life is and you want so much more, go to tiffany-mika.com Scroll to the bottom of the site. Click on the First Bounce Coaching Program. This is the foundational program to success. Fill out the application form. Then you'll receive a free strategy call from me to see if you are a good fit for the First Bounce Coaching Program. I look forward to working with you. Dream big. Believe in you. Go after your dreams.